Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's important to keep in mind that motivation to act on our goals is often higher when the goal is a short-term goal. So when the goal is based in the near future, Because the long-term goals, they don't create the immediacy that would motivate us to act right away. For those of you listening, if anyone is struggling with motivation, hit up your coach and say, hey, I need to create a short-term goal or three. You know, it could be a few different types of short-term goals. And what that'll do is it'll help you to experience a win or a celebration really quickly. And that my friend, is addictive because then you just want to keep on going. This is episode 96. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible, an unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends, and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. Here's subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Hello, hello, hello. It's so wonderful to have you back. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's a show where the tables are turned and we have my friend John interviewing me on all things mindset post-COVID when it comes to getting back into routine. I hope you find this episode super useful and if you are struggling with getting back into your routine post-lockdown, 
then don't worry because you're not the only one. And today I'll be offering quite a few strategies to help you out if you are in a rut at the moment. So get ready, buckle up, turn it up, make a tea, whatever you got to do and enjoy the show. All right, welcome everyone. We are live streaming on Facebook, so I hope this is all coming through well. Today I'm joined by Helen Yuskovich, who is a mindset coach for adolescents and women. She's also an author, a master NLP coach, hypnotherapist, and speaker. How long a list you want, Helen? <laughs> <laughs> but um, obviously, yeah, when she's not holding retreats or in the middle of uh, coaching people out of their suffering, she hosts, also hosts a self-care podcast called Your Coach, Helen Yuskovich. She's also a qualified yoga teacher, personal trainer, massage therapist, and meditation enthusiast. And some of the favorite self-care hacks are traveling, picnics, going on hikes, and watching sunrise and sunsets with her bestie. Amazing. <laughs> and a fun fact is Helen it used to be an actress on TV shows, Underbelly, and how those, and also an MC and DJ in your 20s. Like, how amazing is that? <laughs> welcome welcome thank you john you know you're the first person that has actually said my surname in its proper way amazing i didn't even practice (laughs) thank you for that introduction that's a pleasure thank you for joining us so so the whole reason why i wanted to get you on here today is i heard a lot about our, our members recently been training with them and all that sort of thing and been struggling a lot with getting back into routine mainly obviously coming out of you know lockdowns and getting back into the office here in melbourne been a bit of a struggle navigating that one there and also struggling with you know the, the motivation and you know, getting out to do things i thought who better to chat to than you so thank you very much for assisting us to go through a few tips with him today you're so welcome i'm excited for today because i feel like a lot of people will resonate with this topic john because it's been especially for you guys in melbourne i'm pretty sure if i have my facts right you guys are the world leaders in the longest lockdown ever correct yes yes we love holding records so yes (laughs) (laughs) obviously things are still you know progressing with getting back into offices, that sort of thing. And yeah, so still still a different path to navigate from the last couple of years. So I'm going to ask you, how does, how does exercise affect our mindset personally? Oh, this is such a big question, John. You know, exercise is something that we can't bottle up in a pill. You know, the benefits of exercise mentally are huge as well as physically and as humans you know we're born with muscles and they're meant to be contracted every single day otherwise we end up weak we end up stiff we end up immobile we end up with a negative mindset simply put mindset if we want to define it it's just it's a way of thinking it's like a set of attitudes and beliefs that are held by us and it's what you think and what you believe is what shapes the habits that you will ultimately do, okay? And then that's why exercise is really important when it comes to mindset because they work hand in hand. And it's these habits that we create that affect the way that we think, they affect the way that we feel, they affect all of our actions. Our mindset has such a massive impact on our daily life and you could probably resonate you know there was times in lockdown where our mindsets went to funny places and I remember I held 
this workshop during the pandemic on living fearlessly through the pandemic because it's like we had no help, you know? We were just like shut down and people were supposed to be okay with living this way. Someone like me, who is an introvert, who loves meditation, who loves solitude, you know, I thrived in this environment, but I know that many people in the world, they don't have these practices as part of their daily life. So it was really hard to get like thrown into this. And so then what happens is people were exercising in gyms, people were exercising outdoors and that got taken away. And so it is absolutely normal that everybody's mindset hindered because of this. You know, exercise not only helps you have a positive outlook on life, but it also helps you maintain a positive mindset. And, you know, throughout lockdown, there were Zoom classes and some people just don't like online classes. Some people actually prefer exercising face to face and they enjoy the social interaction. And that was also a problem. And so when it comes to exercise, scientifically, There is so many studies that post-exercise, we actually boost our brain. I've got a list of a few different things that exercise actually can benefit the brain when it comes to scientific studies that have been done. I would love to share some of those. Sure. (laughs) Thank you. The first one, my favorite one, John, is that it reduces stress. Exercise can help our mindset by reducing stress. Exercise promotes the release of chemicals, chemicals called norepinephrine. And what norepinephrine does is it helps control your brain's stress response and it allows your body to be able to deal with any existing mental tension a lot easier. And this is so important for people, especially through lockdown, post-lockdown and transitioning through life when we're just all of a sudden supposed to get back to routine like nothing has happened. It's not that simple. Another thing that is scientifically proven is that exercise helps boost your feel-good hormones, which are called endorphins. And something now which is so exciting, which you two, as myself, have probably been doing for years, is doctors are now prescribing exercise for people that are suffering with depression. Because exercise can in some cases be just as effective as antidepressants and sometimes even better because they don't have the adverse effects that the antidepressant pills can have on someone's body. Number three is exercise can actually help with our confidence and it is a really good self-esteem boost. So it also helps you have a more positive body image, a more positive self image, which in turn improves your perception of your own self-worth. And self-worth is really huge for someone like me as a mindset coach, because when people come to see me, their self-worth is usually far too low for my liking. And also with this comes outdoor exercise. So if people don't want to go to a gym, for example, If you go exercise outdoors, it goes even one step further by helping you to increase your vitamin D production, which again helps you decrease the symptoms of depression. It helps you improve your mood and it just helps you feel good. You know, sometimes if people aren't regularly exercising, they're missing out on how well they could actually be feeling. And they don't realize that 
the current state that they're living in is like on this level, mediocre. And once you start exercising, you can actually be living on a higher vibration and feeling absolutely fantastic every single day. And the last thing that I just wanted to add, John, was sleep. Exercise helps you improve your sleep, which also means that you become more productive throughout the day, which means that you have more energy throughout the day and an increase in your creativity. And I think, you know, I could go on for ages, John, with the benefits of exercise when it comes to mindset. One more thing that is really important, especially as we age, is consistency in exercise because it helps reduce, in some cases, even prevent a decline of our brain's function. So things like Alzheimer's, where which actually starts to kill off the parts of our brain for memory. Exercise helps to actually release the chemicals that support a part of the brain. It's not hippopotamus, but it's called the hippocampus. And <laughs> what the <laughs> hippocampus does is it actually helps. It's the important part of the brain that helps with our learning and our memory. So exercise is not only good for adults, but it's also good for children and their brain development as well. So one thing that I always yell out to my clients when we're exercising is, I'm making you smarter. So they laugh <laughs> because I've shown them the studies that <laughs> exercise can actually help to boost your brain's function. There we go. All right, I'll keep that one in mind now. I'll tell everyone I'm smart. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's what you're doing. You're actually boosting. Where else can they do that, John? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I love love the whole fact, you know, you can just exercise for, for life and, you know, everything that comes up in life, you know, with those those stresses, that brain function, everything that happens, exercise can have that positive impact on all that. So it's a, it's a great way to, yeah, do it. Yeah, we, we have the best job, you know, we're pushing people into wellness, we're helping people increase their lifespan, we're helping people stay positive, healthy and happy. I always recommend to everybody that doesn't know what to do with their life to become a personal trainer. <laughs> now, how do we establish, you know, a routine or get around those big changes in our routine. For example, obviously, yeah, getting back into the office mm. now after you know, such a hiatus out of it, that big shift, yeah. Rebuilding routine, that's the question, right? How do you do yeah. that? And you do that by mastering a couple of things that I find really, really important. One is flexibility, not yoga styles, but flexibility when it comes to your approach. And two, self-discipline. So we'll break it down a little bit with flexibility. It's about being flexible with yourself and with other people. So it's really important to accept that things will be different and in transition. So things might be in transition for a while to come. We don't know because people are still out of routine. And it's really important to be present and to have compassion. So coming from a mindset of what can I do right now to help myself? What can I do right now to help my loved ones? What can I do right now to help my colleagues or my friends? And it's really important to have more compassion, especially with yourself. Be kinder to yourself and more patient with yourself and others, especially if things don't work out immediately. I feel like people are sometimes too quick to judge something, especially 
when it comes to exercise and getting back into routine, you know, if something's not working for you, it's okay. Just be kinder, go slower, and maybe try a different approach. If before you used to train at nighttime and it's just not happening for you and you want to try something new, try a lunchtime class. You know, try something exercising in the morning. Just trying different things and understanding that it's okay to change and to be flexible in your approach when it comes to things, especially if you're not where you used to be. And that's what I find that people are having problems with. It's like women that have had babies, they want to go back to their pre-baby weight. It's like people want to go back to who they were pre-COVID. And you've got to let that go. And now it's post-COVID, so now what's your new routine? And be flexible when it comes to that. When it comes to self-discipline, it's really important to communicate your needs to your employer, for example, or if you are an employer, to listen to your staff And just to understand what's going on mentally for yourself and for them. Rebuilding your (laughs) self-discipline around your routine. So when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to self-care. And really just starting to take, you know, those baby steps and starting to rebuild your new routine and letting go of what once was. Eating nutritious foods regularly. This is really important when it comes to self-discipline because a lot of people put on weight in the lockdown period and a lot of people still have that excess weight. And again, it goes back to being compassionate with yourself and kinder to yourself and understanding we went through something. We went through something together. You're not alone. We all had that problem. I'm pretty sure I put on weight as well. But just getting back to daily movement, you know, even if you have to start slow, if you're lucky enough to train with John, you know, John can have some awesome strategies for you into how to incorporate daily movement, even if you haven't come back yet from the lockdown era. Just reaching out to a coach and saying, hey, this is where I'm at right now. I need help. I want to start to move forward. Something else that's really important when it comes to self-discipline is consistently getting seven to eight hours of sleep no matter what. I mean, this can be a whole other live show, John, but I'll just leave it at that. You must make it a priority, whatever you've got to do to get good quality sleep. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
few tips I got out of that one. Take those baby steps. Yeah, it's a marathon. It's not a race. You don't have to sprint. Where you know you have yes. so much life ahead of you. Relax. We can start to rebuild things. Having someone there to help you along the way makes makes life a lot easier. So, so yeah. much better. Part of the reason I became a group trainer is because of that. It's so much better when you have people around you that are like-minded and supportive and help hold you accountable. And that's what you provide, which is what I love about your business. Definitely. Does it all mainly come down to our, our purpose and our priorities? What importance do they have towards us re-establishing our routines? Pre-COVID, yes. Post-COVID, it's a little bit different because priorities have changed. Everything's changed. People's mindsets have just changed completely. And it's really important just to gently reintroduce positive habits around diet, around exercise, around sleep, and around mental health. It's really important to prioritize self-care now. That's what's going to get you back to a routine and that's what's going to get you back feeling stronger mentally than ever and continue to do the things that light you up so throughout lockdown we created new hobbies we started doing different things so do the things that put you in a good mood if you started up a hobby keep doing that if you started up going for walks when we were allowed to walk again then keep up those walks and something to do when you're going back to work or when you're going back to the gym, for example, is to celebrate reconnecting with people, to celebrate that because we missed it for so long. There were some beautiful gifts, you know, that we got from lockdown. It taught you to go inwards a little bit more and to delve a little bit deeper into who you are and what makes you tick and all of those sorts of things. But now we're able to connect again. And just even those small things, John, like uh, going to the local coffee shop. You know, Melbourne, I'm pretty sure, is the city of the snobbiest coffee drinkers ever. And just going to a local coffee shop like you used to do, celebrate that because we missed out on the little things that really helped us feel like we had a routine. So that's what I mean by just gently starting those beautiful habits again and those beautiful little things that you used to do to start to get back in routine and just take time to say if you know you go to the gym and someone's there have a conversation again and start to remember you know what I love training because I love the social aspect I love being around like-minded people. I love the buzz that I get. And the same thing as when you go back to work, you know, in the office, some people are still just half at home, half in the office. And that's such a big transition as well. But you can also celebrate there as well. Go see someone, go for a walk at lunchtime, keep the movement happening, and then be grateful that you actually are back in the office. Be grateful that you actually can get back to the gym. Don't wait now for something else to happen. I'm pretty sure we're pretty pandemic proof nowadays. Like if there's something to happen in our country again, our government sort of knows what to do. We sort of now know what to do. So 
while we've got our freedom back, enjoy it. Perfect. With getting back into routine, we suddenly discover that we have no time anymore. <laughs> Being time poor is a very real thing I've discovered for, for a lot of people. So is there any tricks or tips you've got as to, you know, how we can make sure we fit exercise in when we feel like we have no time? This is such a great question, John. I'm so glad you asked it. I've actually written a blog about this and I'll, I'll give you the link to give to your people. But this is like the age old drama. I don't have time to exercise. And you know what? No matter what we go through in the world, this excuse will always come up. Yes, I called it an excuse because it is. But I have a little system in how to help yourself. If you find that you're one of those people that, and in no way am I judging anyone here because I used to do this and sometimes I still do. But <laughs> you do too, right? So this thing, yeah. we just find excuses. But if you are actually ready to get back into the swing of things and the common excuse that comes up in your brain is, I just don't have time. The first thing to do is ask yourself, why? Why do you need more free time? Why do you need to exercise? Why do you even want this time? And start to really connect to that. What are you missing in your life right now? Are you missing energy? Are you missing social connection? Are you missing that healthy lifestyle? Are you missing some strength? Are you spending time on the right things? Have a really good look at yourself and what you're doing right now and see exactly where you're spending your time. And also, what is all of your busyness making you miss out on? Exercise, as we mentioned before, right at the start, has so many benefits. It's making you miss out on being the best version of yourself, of having that beautiful, amazing mindset, of having that great body self-image, that self-worth, of helping you boost your brain. Think about that. When you say that you don't have time, what's this business actually making you miss out on? And also, what do you do with your time? When an exercise class was 30 minutes, no more than an hour, what are you doing with your time that you can't invest such a small percentage of your day, 4%? That's the very first thing to go through, okay? When you always say, I don't have time. And then the second thing to do is to find your ritual. So this is really important and this is something that we should all do every single day and is take time out for you every single day, whether it's just two minutes, whether it's an hour. And this includes exercise. This includes maybe meditation or reading or having a power nap or stretching or going for a walk or creating your to-do list or your success list, as I like to call it for the day. You know, I encourage everybody to find a time in the day where they can actually start to create their very own ritual, whatever it is, start with one. If you are just not getting anywhere, just start with one. And then number three is finding your routine. Okay, so we've asked ourselves the question, why do we even need time? We've figured out a ritual and then it's, it's time to find your routine, whatever that looks like. With no structure or organization in your life, we become distracted. We procrastinate. We find excuses. 
and we become busy with the things that don't really mean much to our purpose or our goals. And oh, this is such a huge one for me. And what happens when you don't have routine is it can trigger things like anxiety, it can trigger things like depression, it can trigger stress, and it can trigger overthinking. So nothing good comes when you are out of routine. And then number four is delegate. We can't do everything. We're humans. We only have two legs. We only have two arms. What can you let go of, right? Or what can you give someone else to do? So it could be something as simple as having your whole family do the washing for you if you're a mum. Or it could be having someone, a child or a partner or a sister do your groceries. Maybe you do things online. Or you could even just maybe hire a cleaner or hire someone to mow your lawn if you find that you are really running out of time. There's a book, it's called The 4-Hour Workweek. And this book is so amazing in that it just teaches you to delegate the things that you don't have time for or that aren't moving you forward in life. Also, number five is tech-free time. So try to find some time in your day to be away from your phone And the best place for me is when I exercise. So I am literally, my phone is away from me for 45 minutes to an hour. I love that time. You're not distracted and you you don't have all of this stuff going on. You're not waiting for a notification or clicking on a screen. And then number six is to think more positively. When you catch yourself saying something negative like, I'm too busy to work out, rephrase that thought with something empowering like, I choose to make myself a priority. So the minute you say something negative, what I teach in like my coaching programs is a positivity shift, is switch that really quickly to something more empowering and something more positive for you. And when in doubt, go back to step number one and then reconnect with the reason why you need more time in the first place. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, totally. Wow, six awesome tips there. That was awesome. (laughs) Now, since we love all the big topics, let's move on to motivation because obviously a lot of us struggle with motivation. No one's immune from that one. (laughs) What factor does motivation have in us setting up those routines, discovering our time? those sorts of things motivation you know motivation and me have a very volatile relationship and i think because motivation itself is very volatile motivation is that a factor when it comes to getting back to exercise for example no because the most important skill that anyone can learn in life is doing the thing that you know that you should do on the days that you really don't want to Does that make sense? It's all about self-discipline and it's all about building better habits, building healthier habits. Motivation, John, it's, it's like emotions and it's like feelings. It's temporary. So we can't rely on it because it's it's too toxic for us. <laughs> some days it's there and some days it's not. And if we rely on motivation, then we're walking into a downward spiral, especially on the days that the motivation isn't there. And so if we wait to feel good, or if we wait to feel motivated to do the things that we wanna do, then we can potentially get nowhere fast. Yeah, definitely. 
Do you have any tips or anything on how we can help to change that motivation level? Because as I said, they fluctuate so much. Um, Yes, I sure do. I'm like the tip queen. So (laughs) when it comes to coaching my clients, for example, I always have strategies and tools around that. And motivation is huge when it comes to your well-being and your wellness. And so let's break it down again. What is the definition of motivation? Have a think about it. If anyone listening, what, what's the definition of motivation? Simply put, it just comes down to wanting. We want a change. We want a change in behavior or we want a change in our thoughts or we want a change in our feelings, self-concept. We want a change in our environment. We want a change in our relationships. It really comes down to a want. So there's this quote and it makes me laugh and I've written it down here today. People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. (laughs) So the essence of motivation, right, is energized. So, and it's persistent goal-directed behavior. So that's the essence of motivation. When we're motivated, we move and we take action, right? There are good days. So we want that movement and we want to take action. But then what about on the days that we aren't motivated? It's really important to help yourself by creating self-supporting habits instead of self-sabotaging habits. So if you're one of those people that waits for motivation and you have that busyness excuse, I don't have time, this is a self-sabotage habit. Because motivation, I'm telling you guys, it's not enough. It's just not enough. And let's use it exercise as an example, since you're an amazing trainer. Someone might have a goal, right? To lose five kilos. The motivation, right? The want is the goal. The goal is that to lose that five kilos. But if that person wakes up one morning and it's freezing like today, maybe it's raining and it's freezing, the excuse will override the motivation. Ah, it's too cold. It's no, I'm just going to stay in bed. I'm going to train tomorrow. Okay, and there's a wasted opportunity just because you didn't have the motivation to go. So the want disappears, right? Because the seduction of self-sabotage is just too desirable to resist. And this is why I encourage people to stop waiting for motivation, John. It's too volatile. We can't rely on it anymore. And having said that, it's important to keep in mind that motivation to act on our goals is often higher when the goal is a short-term goal. So when the goal is based in the near future, because the long-term goals, they don't create the immediacy that would motivate us to act right away. For those of you listening, if anyone is struggling with motivation, hit up your coach and say, hey, I need to create a short-term goal or three. (laughs) You know, it could be a few different types of short-term goals. And what that'll do is it'll help you to experience a win or a celebration really quickly. And that, my friend, is addictive because then you just want to keep on going. Yeah, definitely. Start to build up that momentum, shift off that one thing. Obviously, we all we all love achieving success. So even if it's something small, you just want to keep keep getting that and drive towards. That's amazing. Totally. Yeah. You're amazing. <laughs>
Um, now that's some really awesome tips. I um, really appreciate all this, Helen. Obviously, we've covered off uh, how to get into our routine. You know the the effects of exercise over our mindset and how that all helps with our life. You know, day to day and into the future. Love to know how to yeah tick off our no time and getting back into routine and obviously you know improve our motivation and make sure that we're not self-sabotaging and you know working towards bettering ourselves the whole time yeah. i hope that this has served some sort of purpose to your participants and your members and let us know how you go after listening to this we'd love to hear your feedback yeah definitely thank you very much for your time today helen really appreciate it no problem thanks for having me thank you Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health, which is H-O-L underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today and if you enjoyed it please leave me a five-star review on itunes or spotify so that i can keep bringing amazing value to you i'm sending you truckloads of love power and joy bye for now 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.